Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Yep. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time, and you're on the TV version, TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Some of you, no doubt, Heard my preliminary piece to the topic we're going to discuss here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report regarding um, whatever is flying in our airspace. And let me tell you this, this, we're not talking Chinese spy balloons any longer. I think this is totally a separate issue. They may be connected. I haven't made the connection, but this is something entirely different. And Doug and I have been talking about this since yesterday. And as I said early this morning on our YouTube channel, that we were going to begin to compare notes here. And this is unrehearsed. We discussed this for about an hour and 15 minutes last night. But um, as far as what we're going to give to you, we have not rehearsed that. This is spontaneous, what I have learned, what Doug has learned. And I have a really good feeling that we're going to meet right at the end in the same place. We may get a few differing facts because we have different sources, but I guarantee we're going to come at the same conclusion. Um, Doug, we're we're living in unbelievable times, and I I don't want to get bogged down on all the things going on, but never in my life have I seen so much go on at one time. Um, I I remember that when Annie DeRiso and I started the Common Sense Show over on RBN and the radio broadcast, actually, it started in Wickenburg, Arizona. And uh, when we started there, we had to hunt for stories, good stories. Today, we have to filter out the most important from the kind of important. And and uh, so we have to be selective in our coverage because there is so much going on. But let's get down to it here. Um, tell me where you're coming from on what NORAD is dealing with. And I'm telling you, it ain't no Chinese spy balloon. No, no. <clears throat> and to make things worse, our, um, our official statement, at the Duggan Dave Intel report is that every 12 hours is a new emergency. Yeah, no and kidding. that is, uh, it's, it's really holding up to time. Uh, so here we go. Now I, I've been talking with some other officials about all this. I'm not going to name names or point fingers cause I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but, uh, you know, even guys that are within the feds, the military and us vets and ex fed guys, we still all talk. And nobody knows what the hell's going on. And we're all trying to formulate in our minds what's going on. A lot of crazy theories are going on out there, but the one that's sticking is UFO. Yeah. L- let me let me UAP. ask you let me ask you a question. I get the same thing 
but I'm getting people who are willing to prioritize most likely to least likely. Are you getting that too? Well, look, we're all credible guys, and the information that we're working with is what's being sent in, not just you know us sitting around the smoke pit and just you know thinking of theories. We're we're getting the the information and and then trying to make sense of what's going on. And this is the statement from NORAD yesterday. Uh, statement from NORAD, military aircraft are currently operating from Alaska and Canada in support of NORAD activities. NORAD confirms that we have positively identified a high-altitude airborne object over northern Canada. Right off the bat, wordings matter. The, the words matter. Why did you not just say balloon? Chinese spy balloon. Why is it a high-altitude airborne object? I've heard this so far, like the one that was over Alaska we shot down. They called it a um, cylindrical object that was metallic in nature and uh, that it had a propulsion device on it, uh, that it was a um, an unknown object. I've heard all different types of things, but not balloon yet. All right, a cylindrical metallic object like a big flying cigar is something that has been seen since the 40s uh, by pilots all over the world, especially American pilots. So why yeah, is yeah. it all of a sudden it's it's you? We can't describe what a freaking balloon is. No, man, this is this is a little bit more well thought out. I'm not going to say it's well, Doug, Doug, let, 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 let me interrupt you to ask this question. This question I've asked other people um, this early this morning. What I'd like to know is how we can't seemingly, uh, or we can track a Chinese spy balloon but not report it, but at the first sign of a UFO, it's all over the news. Why? It's the way they want to spin it. Exactly. And That's exactly they're, right. They're being um, very cautious about how they describe whatever this object in the sky was. But here's something to note. Never in American history have we fired live ordnance at a combative aerial vehicle ever. Now we've had three in one week. That, my friends, tells you that something's going on. We're not just shooting balloons out of the sky. If we were... Why use a rocket? And the uh, the rocket that we are using, the Sidewinder, it can only pick up heat. So that's its sensors, is that it picks up heat. Now, I've read some other things in here that kind of disturbed me, that whatever this object is, our lasers aren't tracking onto it. And the thing that that brings me back to is the Tic Tac device. There you go, yeah. That the Navy reported, Okay. So let's let's just go down the uh, the tabloids real quick. All right, this is from Twitter. Justin Trudeau, I ordered the takedown of a unidentified object. Why not balloon, Justinian? I ordered the takedown of an unidentified object that violated Canadian airspace at NORAD command. Shot down the object over the Yukon. Canadian and U.S. aircraft were scrambled, and U.S. F-22 successfully fired at the object. Yeah, this brings up an interesting point, Doug. Um, let me connect a couple dots here. He wanted nothing to do with shooting down a Chinese balloon that violated his airspace. But he's of course to not. Go, they pay he's, him. he's willing to go after this. Well, hold on. 
we can barely tango with any of these things in the sky, right? We we can't. I guess you say like propulsion versus propulsion. They outdance us in the sky every time. These unidentified flying objects. Mm-hmm. Now you mean to tell me that a simple sidewinder heat seeking uh, heat seeking missile can knock it out of the sky? So is this nuts and bolts aircraft that we've made uh, as humans that we have, uh, you know, recreated or is this something else, man? But the the thing was, you know, if it was a balloon, just say balloon. It's no one's going to be frantic. All right. This is coming from Fox News. Canada Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says U.S. shot down high-altitude airborne object over North America. I believe this one as well was around the 40,000-foot mark. All right, I'm going to share screen with you real quick, and I want to show you a series of things here. All right, starting from the top. This is the type of stuff that we were getting in last night, and I'll, I'll add in some information afterwards. All right, so update. NORAD detected a radar anomaly and sent fighter aircraft to investigate. Those aircraft did not identify any object uh, to correlate to the radar hits. NORAD will continue to monitor the situation. This is the one that flew over Montana. So we had one over Montana last night. All right, 7, 10 p.m. last night. And then during the day, we had one over um, northern Alaska, or excuse me, northern Canada. The day prior, we had one off of Alaska that we had shot down. The U.S. has closed Montana airspace completely for defense-related purposes confirmed by NATO. Let me, t- let me, give, you right. a couple, let me give you a couple possibilities for you to go on. Because let's see how this fits into this scenario. One, this could be the black ops guys doing a war game with our uh, regular forces to see what they can get away with. That's one. No, uh, that's I think a real possibility. I don't know that it's most likely, but the other thing is they could be setting up a false flag scenario where an attack comes out of this a la Project Blue Beam fake alien attack. Two possibilities jump out here. Let's see how the rest of your evidence kind of fits into this. Well, I've been talking to some guys that are special operations this morning. And one of the one of the theories is that it, it's it, all three are balloons. Um, the unidentified object that the U.S. shot down over Canada was um, eventually declared as a small metallic balloon carrying a payload. And that's coming from a senior U.S. official. And this is coming from Fox News as well. Uh, Details regarding the object were scarce throughout the weekend, but U.S. officials now describe it as a small metallic balloon with a tethered payload. Other reports have described the craft's payload as cylindrical. U.S. allied forces had been tracking the device for more than a day by the time it was shot down. So, okay, real quick then. If this is a metallic balloon carrying a cylindrical device that's tethered to it, what is that? We'll get into that later. All right. So I have no be- idea. Do you? Do you have an idea? 
Well, I mean, if you drop a certain portion of metal at a certain altitude, whenever it lands, it can look like an asteroid strike. I'll leave it to that. This is coming from Senator John Tester. I'm aware of the object in Montana airspace and remain in the close contact with senior DOD and administration officials. I'm closely monitoring the situation and am receiving regular updates. I will continue to demand answers for the American public. Okay. This is what happened in Canada. So the territory where it was shot down at, it's over here near Whitehorse in the Yukon. I mean, man, that's way out there. The average schmuck is not going to drive his four-wheeler out there and go pick this thing up. And everything's in a restricted zone, too. Here's a better picture of it. All right. All right. That's a statement from NORAD. Oh, this is a video that I had saved, but Chinese satellite lasers were recorded over Hawaii just yesterday. Think about how we use lasers. They mark targets. They mark targets, but they also destroy a bunch of things as well. That's true. That's Sensitive true. equipment. All right. Pentagon says U.S. detected third flying object over Alaska a day before shooting down over Canada. Military aircraft are currently operating from Alaska and Canada in support of North American Air. Aerospace Response Command activities. All right. Okay. Some pilots that have interacted with the object over Alaska said that it interfered with their sensors. That's UFO's territory, yeah. Some pilots also claim to have seen no identifiable propulsion on the object and could not explain how it was staying in the air. And that's coming from our friends Millspec Monkey. And this was the statement from NORAD. With the cooperation of Federal Aviation Administration, uh, NORAD implemented a temporary flight restriction airspace in central Montana, February 11th. So that's confirming, once again, what happened over Montana. So it keeps being brought up about balloons. Well, here's the balloon site. This is in Mongolia. What do you think that is? Supposedly, this is where the balloons are being launched from. Yeah, but this is not a balloon. Well, we do have some balloons in the air. No, but I'm saying what we're referencing right here, right now. Okay, uh, the balloon did not affect sensors of planes. There's no balloon here. This, I think this is totally separate. Everyone I've talked to has ruled out a balloon. Well, and that's the thing. There are multiple... There are multiple issues in the sky right now. Yeah, exactly. Let me read you a statement that a former Fed sent to me. Us former Feds, man, we we talk. All right, so it had to be more than a blip talking about what happened over Montana. Okay, so initially what happens is there was a blip on the radar, and then they activated two F-15s and a KC-135 out of Portland to go and uh, intercept this thing. So he said it had to be more than just a blip. They had to have tracked it long enough to get attention, get the watch officer, contact whoever to make the call, and then scramble the planes. 
they flew from Portland to Missoula, any point in, t- in there, they would have just been waved off and turned around if it was nothing. So they must have tracked it long enough to get the jets there. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time and then it ghosted them here's the thing what happened to the object over montana if we shot down the object in alaska we shot down the one off of the atlantic we shot down the one that was over um canada what's this one that just materialized and then dematerialized if it's not on our radar anymore. What do you think? Well, it happened in Montana again. Montana is a hotbed for UFO activity, mainly around Maelstrom Air Force Base. It's yeah. Maelstrom, for those of you who pronounce it Maelstrom. Um, and I don't, I'm not understanding exactly what's going on with every report coming in, but there's history of UFO activity interfering directly with ICBMs there. And now we're having multiple dings in the radar and objects in the sky over Maelstrom again. We have talked about on this channel the very, very good possibility of a fake alien invasion. Now, President Reagan has talked about it. Uh, 
Bush Sr. has talked about it at the United Nations. What would we do? Would we stop fighting each other if, you know, we found there was an alien invader coming? Is that what we're looking at? Is the whole World War Three element um, being drawn up for this? Now, there's a lot of different directions you can go when we talk about fake alien invasion. An alien never has to set foot on Earth for the entire world to believe it. People already believe it now. And then you have plenty of existential stories out there and abduction theories. And we have a friend, Tim Albrino, who come on and can tell you some wild and crazy abduction stuff, actual witness accounts. Um, but we know that Project Bluebeam also is a possibility here. We know that the Nazis with de Glock and the Nazi bell had created some sort of a aerodynamic device that was in the shape of everything that's going on in the sky right now, the 1947 Roswell, which I still believe is actually a Nazi ship. Uh, you have Roswell. You have what happened with uh, uh, Admiral Byrd down in Antarctica with the Foo Fighters. So there's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of speculation. There's a loss of fakery here, but we have to understand this can be whatever the government says it is. So in order to get out in front of that, we have to make a statement now that we think this is a f the fake alien agenda if that is what they're describing it as a UFO. I don't care what everyone else comes out and says. If this is nuts and bolts craft because we shot it down with a simple missile, then I don't think this is an intergalactic interstellar ship. I think maybe they have a propulsion system that we're not familiar with. Maybe they have figured out how to slip time or, or camouflage itself to radar. I mean, we have things that can camouflage itself to radar. The Aquiline project. But they went beyond that, though. They went to satellite. They went to satellite. Um, well, it, so can I, can, can I speak of that? So whatever happened with the Chinese balloons or whatever these objects are, it found a way to weave itself in between the tracking of our satellites. That's not very known. I know very little of anything about it. But from what I was told from sources was that there are dark spaces in between the surveillance systems of the satellites. That's true. Yeah. And whatever these objects in the sky were found that. Now, nefariously, I would say somebody told them about that and they coordinated that uh, route to go through that. Or I don't know. And just to be honest, I don't know. Uh, I can't explain half of what's going on. And officials that I'm talking to have no explanation. They're just passing info back and forth. Uh, and not anything top secret or classified. This is all opinion-based. Um, you know, God knows every one of our phones are being tracked oh, yeah, by, our, yeah. by our friends of Virginia. Hi, friends of Virginia. Um, but this is, this is uh, disturbing to a lot of people, though. This is very disturbing. Well, I find this more than disturbing. Uh, there's an agenda here, and they're not going to tell us what it is. So we have to use our common sense. Uh, we're on the precipice of nuclear war. Yep. If it is alien, and, and because they're in Montana near a nuclear weapons facility, they have done this before if it's an alien ship. And here's the thing I want to say, though. If it was an alien ship, it could not have been shot down with our conventional means because around the world, 
Various militaries at different times have fired on, quote, alien ships without success. Why would this have been a success? Well, the Russians apparently made a successful one, one time. But, I mean, who knows if that story's real or not? It came out of the CIA. Uh, yeah, I don't believe it. I mean, I, mean but, I don't believe anything that comes out of the CIA. We can't take that as a single incident. Well, it came, it came, from, it came from the KGB out of Ukraine. Yeah, we covered it. Yeah, and then... You know, later by the CIA is disclosed. So I want to say this real quick. There's a there's a project. Let me bring it up real quick. There's a project called Project Aquiline. I've spoken about it a couple times, and it's the first ever drone that the United States had worked on. This drone is everything that you would say a UFO is, and it has a certain shape to it that is very distinct. Um. It, it, yeah, it's it's not very normal, and it was created so that it could look like a bird. That's true on on radar. Let me try and find it real quick. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with what you're talking about here. I'm trying to look it up right here. Um, there it is. Cool. Okay, here, here you go. Yeah. You got something? Yeah. Okay, so this is Project Aquiline, the first unmanned aerial vehicle that was used mainly, well, if anything, just for spy reasons. Um, the only people who had access to Project Aquiline were in the CIA and were members of Project Aquiline. The Joint Chiefs of Staff, the President's Office, no one else had access to this. So it was very, very tight-lipped. Yet, it did leak out many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. if we have these devices, and this is Area 51 stuff, okay? This is when they talk about all the crazy stuff from Area 51. Project Aquiline is one of them. So who knows what we've created um, and what's out there, but we know that we make stuff that uh, fools radar. We make stuff that is what some would seem out of this world. But I just don't think that's ours that we're shooting out of the sky. And I don't think that's China's that we're shooting out of the sky. China at first, maybe that first balloon over the Atlantic, you know, obviously we have the pictures of it, right? But what is all this other stuff? China hasn't said a word about what else has been shot down. Could it be Russian? Maybe. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it's Russia's prerogative to float a balloon over us. Uh, they, they have plenty of sophistications within their own satellites, but so does China. Once again, now I will. I will say this with with terms of floating a balloon. I want you to think about this. Let's talk about EMP real quick. If you launched an ICBM up into the sky, all right. 150 to 300 miles up into the sky over North America's atmosphere, you're going to have a lot of those same objects being shot back at you, right? Mutually assured destruction. Correct. So if you float a balloon at 40,000 to 60,000 feet and you do a direct strategic EMP strike 
over nine substations that are all linked together somewhere in the central part of America, kind of undisclosed. You could effectively take out the power grid from the West Coast to the East Coast. All right, Dr. Peter Vincent Pry has talked about this, and I studied quite a bit on this. Um, I don't know where these substations are, and if I did, I wouldn't say where they are. But if someone did, and they happened to float enough balloons to go through our uh, jet stream that puts you right in path of where these are, and then you detonated the EMP, well, you'll never have an ICBM flying back at you. But you can still fool everybody with the balloon. Now, likewise, I want to say this. With all this stuff going on, okay, everybody's distracted with whatever the hell's going on in the sky right now. Fake alien invasion. Think about this. Off the San Diego coast, where this has been seen quite a bit, hypothetically, if we get two or three of these objects showing up, uh, you know, playing tag with our jets, and then all of America turns its size to the West Coast to watch what's going on over there, one of these balloons that has already been proven to get past NORAD every single time makes the same flight path, okay? Because right now, what we call this is a dry run or a beta test. Every balloon's going across the same flight path in the in the Gulf Stream. It, it goes from China, and then it goes up to the Aleutian Islands and Alaska and Canada, and it works its way down to the jet stream, brings it right over Montana and all the way out to, to the Atlantic, Okay. Let a couple of these things come in while everybody is focused on the dogfights with the UFOs with the actual EMP device, like potentially what was over Canada. And then, bang, lights out. And you all thought it was an alien invasion because everybody's so ready for the alien invasion. We gave it to you and you never saw the. So you think you think that we're looking at a possibility of an excuse to have grid down with an EMP. Uh, and blame it on aliens for Project Bluebeam purposes. I'm just saying that I play chess a lot. And when you play chess a lot, you got to learn to think three to five moves ahead. Americans are stupid and gullible. Americans don't even think one move ahead. I would agree with you on that. Not not anyone listening to us right now. You're probably the most intelligent crowd that's out there. We get a lot of your emails. That's right. Um, you know, we're not saying our, our intelligence is greater than anyone else, but I think we've got this kind of figured out. The, the, the two real main scenarios here, three main scenarios here are this. It's Chinese balloons and they're playing with us, putting their finger in their, eye, putting their finger in our eye, saying, look what we can do against you and you have no defense or. It's the latter. It's the Project Blue Beam fake alien invasion and then potential, what, EMP? I don't know. Or it's the third. It's aliens. It's UFOs. It's UAPs. But at the end of the day, it will be whatever the U.S. government comes out and agrees to say to everyone in the U.S. That's what we agree on right there. Regardless of where we go with anything else, we're not going to get the truth. We're going to get the Biden administration's version of what they want you to know. That's right. 
I couldn't agree with you more. Um, any possibility in your mind that it is truly alien and we can't control it and there is a threat? Well, I just got something new. Hold on. Chinese authorities were preparing to shoot down a UFO. This just came in. Even though uh, China and America are working together on this. This keeps getting better and better. Once again, people, this is what we say, train, prep, and pray, and buy body armor. Local maritime authorities in East China's Shandong province announced on Sunday that they had spotted an unidentified flying object in waters near the coastal city of Rizao. I probably pronounced that wrong. R-I-Z-H-A-O. In the provenance and we're preparing to shoot it down, reminding fishermen to be safe via messages. This was posted four hours ago. If there was to be a Project Blue Beam, you would absolutely have to have intergovernmental cooperation. Would you agree with that? Oh, the the UN is on board. Yeah, well, I'm not even talking the UN. I'm talking about a secret handshake agreement between Russia, well, maybe not Russia, but China, the U.S., NATO nations, and so forth. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. What are we looking at here? Chinese making fun of America. <laughs> it's actually pretty. It looks good. like it looks like the Three Stooges Chinese style. Yeah, yeah, they're making fun of America. <laughs> oh, look, the world's most refreshing beer. Here's the object right there. I'm Coors Light. <laughs> I haven't had a Coors Light in like ten years. All right, so- Rocky Mountain urine water. Okay. So here's the thing, you know, no matter what, the internet wins, and we'll go out one meme at a time. Well, so, I think you're right. How much longer until Russia reports something or Europe reports something, right? Well, that, that means they're just on board. Would you agree with that? <laughs> yes and no. It either means they're all on board or something's happening. But it'll be what you're told. That's the pro- as the the damnedest thing about all this is that we the American people should demand to hear more from our leaders. I understand classified stuff. I understand top secret stuff. I understand law enforcement sensitive stuff. I understand all this if you don't disclose every little thing to the American people, but what we don't need is a bunch of shiny objects in the sky and then you're scrambling jets and all of a sudden people are panic buying at Walmart and stabbing each other over toilet paper again. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's true. 
And I just watched I just watched Independence Day last night with the kids. Oh my gosh. So, okay. You know, I I went to sleep thinking about all this, watched Independence Day, you know, to get me in the mood for this morning. And then here we are, Chinese authorities were preparing to shoot down a UFO. You you can't make this stuff up, man. Well, if we're going to get the predictive programming model, we're going to get a plethora of alien invasion movies. Um, you know, let me share with you what I told you last night. One object doesn't make this true. But uh, I was told a, a couple of years ago, go look at alien invasion documentaries done by so-called reputable networks. History Channel, Discovery, uh, A&E, whatever it would be. Um, and then go to YouTube and look at the same thing. And I said reputable. And of course, not, the History Channel is no longer reputable. But um, here's here's what you see. Almost every alien invasion is about putting a, a netting around or on the Earth. And it's either around in space or on where they drop objects. And the objects have certain functions to prevent military defense, to uh, release chemical biological attacks, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, that one object that was dropped to the ground made me think of this. And if we begin to see more of this, well, maybe it's a case of predictive programming. You know, one thing that's coming to mind, and it's just because now we're forced to think outside the box here. So this is all hypothetical, folks. But what if the uh, the spy balloons that were put up were really not for us and were to measure the UFO activity or to try and gain attention by the UFOs? Why would we need balloons when we have satellites? Because the balloon is a slow-moving object that is within the same flight path of the, of the unidentified flying objects. And because the unidentified flying objects can seemingly stop midair and traverse left or right if they want, then if they wanted to explore a balloon, like the one that looks like it was towing a satellite that we shot down, right? Uh, would that be enough to garner the attention, possibly, of these entities, these uh, devices in the sky to stop and, you know, circle around it a couple times, maybe be able to snap some pictures of the damn thing? Because you can't say that if we do believe there's UFOs and aliens in the Pentagon, that we're not doing our own experiments. I mean, where's a UFO most commonly seen? In the sky. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm looking at a series of UFOs on a different monitor. Did you say this was cigar-shaped? One of them. One of them was reported as a cylindrical metallic object. Very interesting. This is... uh, I'd say cigar-shaped is the number two shape. Um, A sphere is the most common. Let me bring this up. Okay. All right, so you can do your own experiment, folks. Just go to the old Google machine and type in cigar-shaped UFO. These are the types of pictures that will come up. Now, I've seen this one. 
numerous times pop up. It's interesting because nobody knows the actual proportion propulsion capabilities of a lot of these objects. Um, Bob Lazar knows. Hard getting him on. These are also the same type of devices in the sky or objects in the sky that was reportedly seen over Skinwalker Ranch as well. So, and we did measure that in, in, uh, with a government research and photographs hovering cigar shaped UFO over two hours as it witnessed by thousands across the states. Yeah, I'm looking at something very similar. Um, okay, have, let's I go. In, in, in the time we have left, Doug, let's go from most likely or least likely to most likely. What's the least likely scenario that we've brought up? Well, it's not birds. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I should say realistic scenario. <laughs> Well, I have to say that because when I when I was doing the research for uh, um, Project Blue Book, one of the most common scenarios over radar was a, flo- a large compacted flock of birds that whenever they flew over the radar, it was a big enough mass to get a blip, and then they would disperse, right? The flock would disperse, and then the blip would go away. There's a quasi-explanation, but I don't like that explanation. Um, Least likely? Man, I don't know. I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be a a sensationalist here, but I'm a kid who grew up watching the X-Files, so I do believe. But I think the possibilities are this. It is a spy balloon or a spy craft, we do have craft that we cannot explain upon radar because the U.S. government made it for that way. And then there's the UFO thing. And the UFO thing could be multiple things. Is it demons in the sky masquerading as aliens? (laughs) Or as our friend Timothy Alberino says, is it aliens masquerading as demons? Is it actual nuts and bolts aircraft? If it's nuts and bolts aircraft, was it manufactured here on earth or did it come off world making it obviously then extraterrestrial or is it angelic is it actually extraterrestrial from some sort of a species from some other planet or did it come from inside the place inside the uh the planet which is another thing that has been seen, speculated quite a bit, of UFOs flying in and out of caves, UFOs flying in and out of Antarctica's caves. Mm-hmm. Admiral, flying, Bur- Admiral Bird, there you go. Yep, flying in and out of the yeah. sea. So, you know, when you say, like, what's the least likely scenario? The least likely scenario is Doug didn't do it. That's the least likely scenario. Least likely scenario is that a kid didn't release his birthday balloon that went up into the sky and confused a bunch of pilots. Something's in the sky. We have shot three of something down. So far, one of the somethings has been a balloon. 
Now, supposedly, the second something that was over Alaska, or excuse me, over Canada, was a balloon. But we don't know what was over Alaska yet. We don't know what exactly was shot down over Montana. Now, there's another device or whatever that's over Montana that, whoops, slipped the radar. And now China comes out and says, oh, hey, by the way, don't leave us out. We almost shot down a UFO. I don't like the word UFO. I want an explanation of what you saw. Don't tell me unidentified flying object. Tell me shiny ball in the sky. That's at least a description. But when you use the anonymity like unidentified aerial phenomena, well, that's bullshit because that could be anything. UFO, that's bullshit. That could be anything. Any pilot is should be uh, confident enough to describe what he's seeing within his flight path. If it's a shiny object, just tell us shiny object. What color was the shiny object? It was blue and white. Okay, so there's a blue and white shiny object. Was it a spherical uh, formation? Was it multiple? Was it in a cylindrical? You know, the you can you can get this information, but and like I said, you know, they're telling you only what they want to tell you, and that within itself has many different reasons as to why they did that. For one thing... I I, I hear you. What's your most likely, though? Because we're running short on time, and I want to get to the conclusion here that we got at this moment. It's UFO. Okay. Um, Let me give you mine. It's not a Chinese spy balloon. Okay, it's not Chinese. It's not Russian. I agree with you. It's a UFO. And then I have two equal scenarios. One, it's a black ops war game between what they've developed at Area 51 and other places and against our uh, traditional ability to track and surveil. Um, And it could be a war preparation move if that's the case. The second thing it could be uh, is is uh, it's uh, a real UFO and it's alien in origin, but I doubt it because I I doubt the shoot down factor. And then the third thing that I think is also probably the second most likely scenario is that it's um, um, Project Bluebeam, which kind of blends into the first one because you would need Black Ops cooperation for that. So that's my, those are my scenarios as they exist now in a very fluid situation. I want to bring up Project Bluebeam real quick. Some people may not know what we're talking about. Here's the problem with Project Bluebeam. As everyone says that it's fake. Here, time times of ending. Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory about a supposed project whose purpose is to create an artificial second coming in order to control people. Which that's is one, only one aspect though, Doug. It's not yeah, just religious, yeah. Yep. As per the alleged theory, the New World Order's purpose is, number one, to abolish all Christian and traditional religions in order to replace them with a one-world religion based on the cult of man. Two, 
to abolish all national identities and national pride in order to establish a world identity and world pride. And three, to abolish the family as known in today in order to replace them with individuals, all working for the glory of the new one world government. And that comes from Kuldeep Kumar Jain of Mumbai. Okay, I agree with those possibilities. I, I can't disagree with any of them. That's the problem. Um, let me see. Okay. Serge Monsat. Now, this guy's a little out there. Serge Monsat was a Canadian investigative journalist, a poet, essayist, and a conspiracy theorist. He is known to English-speaking readers mainly for Project Bluebeam, NASA, and associated conspiracy theories. In the 70s and 80s, Monsat was a journalist, uh, yada, yada. He was an active member of the Social Credit Party of Canada. In the early 1990s, he started writing on the theme of the New World Order and conspiracy theories that were hatched by secret societies being particular inside by the works of William Guy Carr. He founded the International Free Press Agency, where he published most of his work on these themes, achieving some prominence with an interview on esoterist and ufologist Richard Glean's TV show, uh, in which he repeatedly warned his audience about the dangers of world government. He was interviewed by Glenn a number of times up to 1996. Um, 1996. Monsat said he was being hunted by the police and authorities for involvement in networks of prohibited information. He had homeschooled his two children who were taken away and made wards in the, on the state in September 1996 so that they would receive a public education. Died of a heart attack in 1996 as well. Now, when you really start to read a lot into this guy, there's a lot of things that stand out. Um, he had made a new age like religion, 1994, he published Project Bluebeam, in which he detailed his claim that NASA, with the help of the United Nations, was attempting to implement a new age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a new world order via technology simulated second coming of Christ. He also gave talks on this topic. Other conspiracy theorists have noted the similarity of Project Bluebeam to the plots of Gene Roddenberry's unreleased 1975 Star Trek movie treatment, The God Thing, and the 1991 Star Trek, The Next Generation episodes, Devil's Do. So when you talk about Project Bluebeam, you get two weird things. You get a complete uh, picture of the New World Order's agenda, and then you get sent to this guy, which completely discredits Project Bluebeam. Now, could they have built this entire persona around this guy to discredit him, to discredit the project that he may have somehow or another discovered? Possibly. I'd never take that out. But just to let everybody know, you know, that's that is Bluebeam in a nutshell. We have the capability to do it. I know we do. Um, and, and especially with satellite technology, holographic technology, we absolutely have the ability to do it. So we come down to this. We have established kind of a network here, a loose network of most likely to least likely. And we're just going to have to see how it plays. I will tell you this, though. 
If we begin to see this in more than two nations, which is where it's at right now, I think we're looking at Blue Beam and we're looking at an intergovernmental cooperation to deceive their citizens. That's my guess. And people are going to be pissed off we did this show. <laughs> I'm just telling you that right now. People are going to be pissed off. Well, I think this is as far as we can take it right now. We will be following up. There is no question we'll be following up. So, Doug, uh, a good job at researching this. Um, we'll have to continue to compare notes. And as we have more and new information, ladies and gentlemen, we'll come on here and share with you. On behalf of... Doug Thornton, my broadcast partner here in the Doug and Dave Intel Report. Uh, We want to bid you adieu, and we will be back again, maybe even tonight. Thanks for joining us. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.